Of course, the question everybody's asking, Joe, if the Bills win, will Taylor Swift come to Buffalo? I think she is, if that happens. Well, we'll see. She when, was she was at the game, and the windows seemed open in her booth. Oh, Because you could see her, Donna Kelsey, everyone sitting there. You could see their breath. In like minus seven. Maybe. There's some video, there's some pictures with, with windows closed. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. We're getting ready for Bill's Steelers. We're going to have Andy Major coming up in about mm, less than 10 minutes. He is the uh, Bill's vice president of operations and guest experience. So to prepare you for what you're getting into by going to this game today, the Bills also, I, Nicole called earlier. She said she got turned away trying to go uh, mm-hmm. shovel. And that was a mistake, Nicole. So if you want to go back, I've been told they are not turning people away. That, However you were turned away, that was a mistake. They are still asking for help shoveling out the stadium. I've been sent a picture, and there's a lot of snow in that stadium. So yeah. need a lot of people out there to get to work. And, of course, we'll talk about it with Andy Major about maybe how much snow might be in the stadium, regardless of how much work they can do. The field is pretty clear, and we expect the football game to go off without any hiccups on the field. So you can join us, 803-0550, Regarding the, the, the win, if the Bills win, the Chiefs come here, does Taylor Swift? Who knows? But Mahomes does, and they've played in front of fans in this stadium the exact same number of times. Zero. Zero. By the way, if she doesn't come, should should Buffalo take that as a slap in the face? And are we going to be uh, no, banning her songs from bars now because she, of that? She didn't go to Minnesota. They played a game in Minnesota, and she didn't go. Or something like that. She had a tour going on, though, then, didn't yeah, she? maybe. This would be, like, direct. Like, I'm just not going to Buffalo. When we talked about this, my wife and I talked about this very issue yesterday. Will Taylor Swift come to Buffalo? My daughter asked if she would then come to our house. <laughs> Is Taylor Swift going to come to our house? I'm like, no. No, honey, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Marshall and Hamilton, as we get geared up here on uh, Buffalo Bills game day to a degree. Hey, Marshall, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for uh, the unofficial pregame show. I appreciate it. I'm uh, I'm on the, the Maple side of the border here, listening to you guys, and it's great as always to be able to check in. So, yeah. uh, I just I wanted to say first and foremost, shout out to the shoveling warriors that are out there, man. I did the Cowboys game in 2015. I made my way down and, and shoveled that thing out. It's overwhelming. Like anybody who's ever done that, it's a lot of fun. You saw the viral videos go out. Obviously, yesterday you were talking about with guys jumping around shirtless and having fun, but it it's a a lot to be able to get that taken care of. So for everybody who took that on, shout out to you. Um, I went to my first game with my son three weeks ago or so against the Patriots. He's only three years old. And I just wanted to say before I get to my actual point about adversity and what the Bills have gone through this year, that Bills Mafia outside of Buffalo gets a bad rap. People just don't understand that it's just full of love. My son had the greatest time. Everybody around <laughs> made, the, made sure that he had best day of his life and, and i just feel like that's an important point to make going into a game because you're talking about snowballs and being thrown out of the stands i think our fan base is a hell of a lot smarter than a lot of other fan bases that wouldn't be doing stuff so i just wanted to make that point uh adversity is the reason that i actually called in on this okay so it's always a good thing obviously everybody realizes and they wish that it would have been a better season from the very beginning but adversity whether it's self-created or not is always a good thing and I think you saw that in Michigan. <laughs> they got in their own way. They run to a national championship. They end up with a perfect season, but they were motivated by the idea of adversity. I cover the Canadian Football League up here for the CFL and TSN, 
And when you end up seeing the Montreal Alouettes, who are kind of a mediocre team throughout most of the year, they figured it out. They got hot at the right time, and they ran their way to a Great Cup championship in Hamilton at the end of November in 2023. If it's self-created or not, it's always great to have some form of adversity. And I think the biggest thing that jumps out to me with Josh and the way that I've seen him getting hot at the right time this year is the clip of him on the bench screaming, yeah, I think I'm bleeping back. And then after the Miami game, saying the ball's coming out of my hand better than ever. You can just see guys in these playoffs playing with confidence across the board, whether it's Mahomes in the freezing cold on Saturday night or if it's Jordan Love or C.J. Stroud. The quarterbacks that come in and the ball jumps out of their hand on the very first throw, those are the guys that have the confidence and the ability to win playoff games. And Josh has that in spades. I think everybody understands that. And the last thing I'll leave you with here, a little bit of a Canadian Football League hack. Some people might know it, some people might not. Players, coaches on the sideline probably do, but for fans, the cheapest and most effective way I've been told by professional football receivers that you can keep your hands warm, surgical gloves. Mm. It traps in all the moisture, lock that thing in, keep your hands warm. I hope everybody going to the game has a fantastic day. As Marv says, Mm. when it's too cold for them, it's just right for us. Something I always tell my three-year-old son, Noah, no matter how the previous day went, Every day is a great day to have a great day, and today is a great day to be part of Bill's Mafia. Have a great day, guys. Thanks, Marshall. Surgical gloves, huh? That makes that sounds right. There, Sal did the Ziploc bags yeah, around yeah. his feet. Um, I've got I've got gloves. That I got full. I, I geared up fully on Saturday. I took my dog out to the park. Yeah, in the blizzard conditions, um, not far from the house, but just because I wanted to get out there and stand in all my gear and see how I could handle. 40 mile an hour winds and blowing snow and i'm i've got full confidence in uh like a coach confident in their quarterback i got full confidence confident yeah, confident in the I, layers I have full confidence in all in all of my layers but to me thank you marshall for the phone call one of the one of the points here about you know over this weekend in the s- snow when the steelers doofus comes in and calls everybody soft it's obviously it's offensive on a number of levels one of the ways it's offensive is we're pretty good at dealing with this right People have yeah. been people that live here. This isn't their first rodeo, and we did just have a blizzard, which was a generational event and led to lots of deaths. So everyone's kind of got a refreshed reality about how serious it can be. But when it comes to dealing with these conditions, we are the Josh Allens of dealing with this stuff. And for a guy to come in and say soft, like buddy, we do this like three times a year, four times a year. Deal with it. Go to work. Keep going help dig our own football stadium out from the snow. Yep. So, yeah, help dig our football players out from under the snow. <laughs> How many right. stories have you had of, hey, Devin Singletary got stuck in his driveway, so d- d- got guy X from three doors down just got, got his ATV to show up and right. drove him to the stadium. Right. One of my favorite things that happened in, as a result or as a response to all that, oh, it's not even snowing that hard here because, of course, he was standing in downtown Buffalo, not 15 miles south or whatever. Yeah. Um, is it 15? It's probably not 15. 15 minutes south. It's like 11. Okay. It's like 10 or 11, I think. But it was watching all of the people that have lived here for any amount of time that left. Like Matthew Collar, who's now in Minnesota, saying like, actually, if you've ever been there, it's yeah. pretty intense. And Stevie Johnson, you know, uh, you know if, you, if you're a Bills player, you have experienced that because it's a snow belt. And, you know, there's a million takes out there about, oh, if there was a dome. It still would have been canceled if there was a dome. Right. You want to move the stadium out of that snow belt. That, by the way, is the take. I, I Listen, it doesn't matter either way. So, like, it's, it doesn't even matter if it's out there because the stadium's going to be where it is. But 
the the take of well this is why they need a dome that should just be replaced forever with well this is why it should be in the north towns yeah. but nobody ever knows that because what where's the only place you ever hear that take from like jj watt yeah, right right the, the the weather takes have gone off i mean just out of control They're i listened to a guy on this station over the weekend on cbs sports radio saying that every every stadium should be a dome <laughs> but here we are we got a guy calling us soft for dealing with it Meanwhile, there are some out there that would just prefer that all football games forever now are played indoors. Like, okay, good, good, good talk. We'll move every game indoors. Do people forget that like the the greatest dynasty, longest dynasty we've seen in the sports history happened in like Foxborough, Massachusetts, in January and February every year, all the time, cold all the time, yep. some snow games. Yeah, uh, waiting on Andy Major, Eric in Hamburg. Eric, good morning. Morning. Uh, here in Hamburg, showing about three feet of snow now, getting ready to go to the game. And it is beautiful outside. <laughs> want to talk about it going to be a running game because Josh Allen can't throw the ball in the wind. It's beautiful. I'm looking forward to seeing Josh Allen throw a big day today. Sorry, right. I was so numb. I can't talk. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Eric. Stay safe. You can hear the wind in the background. Yeah. He can definitely throw the ball in the wind, and today he might not have to. Yeah, it's going to be that windy. Doesn't like light breeze. Light breeze. A, a light breeze is what a, is what it looks like to me. Well, I mean, is that the scientific light breeze using the Beaufort wind scale? Probably not. Let me pull that up for you. What a, are we looking at for like 10 miles an hour? A light breeze is 3 to 6 miles per hour. All right, so it's above that. 7 to 11 miles per hour is a gentle breeze. Gentle breeze. Okay. so be, I think that's where we're at. It'll be a gentle breeze out there. Yeah. Maybe up to a moderate breeze. Breeze goes all the way from 3 miles per hour to 30. Really? Yeah. Before you get to what? At, at, at 31 miles per hour, it's called a high wind. So it's not real... Okay. There's light breeze, gentle breeze, moderate breeze, fresh breeze, and strong breeze on the Beaufort wind scale. Hmm. You'd think that the Beaufort people would have thought, you know, maybe we've come maybe, up with another word. There's no, like, like, wind doesn't start lower, like, there's no low wind. No. Or moderate wind. Moderate breeze. It starts, the wind starts at high wind. Yes. And then it's immediately yeah, gone like for gale. A gale, a gale force is 39 miles per hour. Uh-huh. Larry in uh, South Florida. We're waiting on Andy Major uh, from the Bills to get an update on the stadium in a moment. Uh, keep taking calls. Larry in South Florida, good morning. Hey, good morning, fellas. So before I get to my Bills point, I was at uh, Saturday night. I went to my buddy's house down here, and these guys I always go down to the Dolphins games with. And to just watch their faces um, as they realize they really don't have a quarterback anymore. And the disappointment they had when it was over, and they're, they're great guys, so I, I really felt their pain. And I actually kind of felt sorry for the Dolphins playing in that weather. But I just said, how do you guys think we felt with 13 seconds? And every time I hear 13 seconds, I immediately have flashbacks to that nightmare. And their response was great. They said, you have Josh Allen. So we don't feel sorry for you. And I just started laughing. I said, okay, touche, good point. But just to see what's going on there, like you should hear it down here. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just like they're terrible. We have a horrible quarterback. The coach is overrated. Blah, oh, blah, 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 blah. Larry, Larry, these people are fools. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I just want to say, like, if, if I were a Dolphins fan, I've said this to Joe all year. <laughs> all year. If Tua stinks, that's worse. He right. won the passing title. They think the coach is overrated. Please fire him. 
please fire that coach. Please fire that coach and hire some guy that thinks it's important to run and stop the run. Please, Miami, I beg you, please do that. Mm-hmm. They might just stick with that quarterback, though. They might. And they might, they might just... win another 11 games and make the playoffs and yeah. then get a new quarterback. They might draft a guy. Who knows? But, boy, if you're a Bills fan, you should. I, I think you should hope that they fire their coach, which would be the, a top-five dumb move in the NFL. I it mean, would, it would be, be beyond words to it fire would be, that guy. It would be ridiculous. Josh Schmidt, our producer. Evan DePasquale has been producing this morning because Josh anticipated difficulty getting in. It was uh, it was a fun time. You came in from Hamburg, yes. And how? What's the report? How how to go? So, Route sixty two, wherever you may be, it may be different names, but Route sixty two is completely bare. I took that over to Abbott, like over near the stadium. That area was like there was snow on the road, but it was like drivable. And then mm-hmm. I drove through the snow band for about like ten fifteen minutes, and it was just still really bad. It was thick. It wow. was soupy. But, like, it was manageable. Like, it wasn't, like, you know, debil- debilitating driving conditions. Like, I was able like you to could see... see in front of your car enough yeah, to be able yeah. to actually... Yeah, like, move. enough to safely see in front of myself. But it was, you know, it was still a little, like, whoa. Like, all right, got to focus up here for a second. But it, it's a drastic difference here than there. Like, right. I mean, there's, like, the snowbanks were up to my mirrors on the sides of the roads. And out here, there's, what, like... Not, m- not much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very little here in Amherst. In North Buffalo, we got about maybe a little over a foot. Yeah, yeah. That's, that sounds about right. Did, did Like, how much, how how long, or where was the band, really? It it was probably around, like, right before, like, that band of, like, South Buffalo, like, just above okay. Lackawanna, but just below, like, yeah. Amherst area. I, I'm looking at it now. It's thinner, than it has been, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's it's splitting the uprights between Buffalo and Orchard Park right now. Basically, yeah, that was pretty much where it was. I mean, because when I started, there was like no snow. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> and then I hit that about 20 minutes in. Usually, my drive takes me about 20, 30 minutes on a good day. Mm-hmm. This took me an hour. Okay, like it was. But again, I'm using all the back roads. I didn't take the throughway or anything like that. I didn't know it was. I wasn't sure if it was open, yep. so I, you know, took the roads, but. It was it was a fun time. I, I I had a good time. I listened to you guys for a little while. How was it? How did we sound? So yeah. all right. Oh yeah, no, it sounded great. It sounded great. <laughs> all right. Well, good to have you here. You can let Evan head home now because Evan's been here. Evan, the good news is you aren't here as long as you were Christmas last year when you, you Evan's here for like three days. Oh, yeah, the sleeping bags yeah. right in the in the in the studio. Yeah. yeah. So thanks to everybody, of course, doing the work. Whatever you're doing, if you're working for a power company or for Ben or. I don't know, helping people out, of course. It's, Essential uh, services. Yeah, yeah. 803 We're going to keep it here for a minute. We're going to hear from Andy Major, uh, Bill's VP of Guest Experience, the Bills, Operations and Guest Experience. The Bills just did reiterate on Twitter. They put a picture out of what the stadium looks like right now and said that we still need shovelers to help get uh, the stadium ready for today's game. And it really is, man. When you see that, that field, maybe you'll be motivated to go out there and unbury it because yeah. – 80% of the seats, if I'm just throwing a rough number at it, 80% of the seats look like they're still covered in snow. And the aisles. But as you know, we, we mentioned earlier, the aisles are maybe the first thing that they're going to Yeah, got to get walkways clear. and then. But it is. There's a lot of snow there. There's yeah. a lot of snow. 803-0550, 1-888-550-2550 to join us. 
Yeah, still need shovelers for today's Super Wild Card game. It is Super Wild Card Weekend. When did we attach Super to it? When they went to uh, seven seeds. That's when. So we because, just added another game, and now it's the Super Wild well, they, Card. By weekend. adding seven seeds, they added a, another game. It used to be four games. Now right. they're up to six. Mm-hmm. That's when. Hmm. Two Monday games. Yep. How How worried are you about the Chiefs getting two extra days of rest? Here's here's how I would say it. I am not actually that worried for its impact on the game. I'm worried that it's going to become the thing that gets attached for why the season ended if the Bills lose to the Chiefs next week. That's what I'm really worried yep. about. All right. Um, we're, we're aligned. To yeah. me, it's... I don't want to hear for eight months that, well, guys, they lost because they two extra days of rest by the Chiefs. I agree. That's something that Steelers fans would whine about. We're better than that. Steelers fans whine about that stuff. You know, we did hear about the Bills <laughs> traveling to London on a Friday for like that. That that was a lot. I just the the excuses. I just want put over there and just like done. No, yeah. You, you, this is a year you beat the Chiefs. I don't care that they have two extra days of rest. You you beat the Chiefs. This version of them, Travis Kelsey's dropping passes left and right. Everybody on that team is dropping passes except for Rasheed Rice, who looks really good. I mean. Yeah, get get to that game and then on the road, Mahomes. Man, I can't emphasize enough how much I want to see Mahomes get to a road. The Bills get Mahomes into a road playoff game. Yeah. All right, Andy Major of the Bills joining us on the Western Hotline for an update from the stadium. Andy is the VP of Operations and Guest Experience. Do I have that right, Andy? I was I was making sure I was hoping to get it exactly right. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, snow removal operations uh, this <laughs> the last couple of days, but yeah. Crazy, crazy time period. Do you yourself have a shovel? I mean, what, is it all hands on deck? How, how are things at the moment? Yes, uh, I do have a shovel. It is all hands on deck. We actually do have even our full-time staff out here helping. Um, you know, we're still looking for more snow shovelers out there. I know we've put the call out a, a number of times. Um, we were hopeful that, you know, early this morning we get some of our, our best Bills Mafia fan base to come out and help us out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not pretty out there. You know, we got three feet of snow, that band hovered over the stadium the entire time. We were hoping it was going to leave us for a little bit, but it never really did. So it's a tough one out there, guys, for sure. So, all right, fans coming into the stadium today, how, how will it work? I mean, imagine the concourses, they're, they're sheltered. So you want to keep the concourses, aisles clear is, um, is it possible to get all of the snow out and what kind of expectations should fans have coming? Yeah, no, thanks for asking, guys. I mean, appreciate it. Um, The parking lots will be pretty good. I mean, for the most part, uh, we are losing some of the spaces because of the snow and pushing snow around. But our stadium ops team, working with all our partners, they were able to save most of the parking lots and truck some of that snow out of here. So that's good news. Um, We are hopeful to have even a a potential fan shuttle later set up this afternoon um, that we'll announce you know, once that's confirmed and set up, just in case fans are having a tough time trying to park in the neighborhood lots, um, we anticipate some of those lots probably being closed. Uh, the larger lots we know are all open, which is good news. But, you know, we know that this will be a tough one for parking. The walkways, the gate entries, um, coming inside the stadium, you know, there's going to be snow around. You know, we're going to make it safe. We're going to have salt everywhere. Um, but there will be piles of snow that people will be walking around and seeing, you know, on their game day experience. 
you know, the biggest thing is the, the seating area. You know, the aisles will be as clear as we possibly can make them um, and have tons of salt on them. But the seating area, people will literally be walking into some snow and sitting into some snow on their seats. So we just wanted to kind of let everybody know um, that's kind of where we are. When it comes to what you what, what fans can bring, you know, are we talking about, we know mobile warming, the, the electric gear, that stuff is allowed now that had not been allowed in years past, but that's good for, for keeping warm? Yeah, guys. Yeah, absolutely. We, we certainly want fans to dress warm. It's going to be a bitter cold day out there, um, but certainly better than yesterday. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, and the, and the heated battery operated clothing is, is great for fans. That's a change we made this year. Um, you know, we play more games in January. It was a great uh, move by the organization to do that, working with our fans who really wanted it. And our guest services team made that happen to change the policy, worked with really closely with the NFL and, um, you know, our security and partners. So uh, hopefully that helps fans stay somewhat comfortable today while they're sitting in a little bit of snow. Andy Major of the Bills joining us. When it comes to doors opening, is there any any change to the timelines when lots might open, when gates might open, given that things might go slower? And when fans should arrive, Andy? I saw something noted about that. Yeah, I know um, our, our local uh, chief of police in Orchard Park asked fans to, you know, not come too early because they're trying to, you know, make the roads safe in the surrounding areas as best they can and clear even more roads um, and, and provide more space on those roads. Um, but, yeah, we are working really closely with uh, Erie County Department of Public Works and in constant communications with a lot of uh, their, well, with them and, and a lot of other agencies. So the roads will be pretty good. Um, they're really plugging away now, cranking it out, getting those roads ready um, around Orchard Park and around the stadium. And we're ready to go to open our parking lots normal time, uh, 12.30 for the 4.30 kickoff. And then as of now, uh, we anticipate opening up our gates as well uh, at the normal time at 2.30. But, right. yeah, we definitely would love to get a few more snow shovelers out here and uh, and help us out. For the timeline, if people are able to get there, is there a cutoff of when shovelers must stop? Um, no, not really. We're going to play that by ear. I mean, we're going to shovel absolutely all the way up to uh, 2.30 when the gates open, and we may still have – well, we're definitely going to have troubleshooting teams all over the place throughout the day. Um, just making sure, you know, if there's an area that um, needs a little attention or extra attention, that we'll have crews to do that. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go full bore, full steam, and as many people as we can to make it as comfortable as we can for fans and as safe as we can for fans as well. All right. Anything else we need to know other than you go know, Bills? <laughs> you guys saw it. I mean, anyone who's uh, living here, you know, this was. Uh, a huge storm overnight on a game night, and it's a tough one for all. But, you know, we can't uh, thank the fans enough for coming out and helping us. And uh, Bill's Mafia always rallies and gets stuff done. So we're trying to trying to make that happen one more time and, and then beat the Steelers today and, and yeah. do it again next weekend. And, of course, I mean, there's got to be a feeling, Andy, is now you're there and seeing all of it, that the decision to move the game was, without a doubt, the correct call. Oh, 100%, guys. I mean, honestly, 100%. I think everybody agrees with that one. There's no question. There's no way we could have played that game yesterday. It would have been impossible.
All right. Thanks, Andy, and uh, good luck clearing out the stadium, and, and go Bills, of course. Hey, guys, thank you so much. We really appreciate it and appreciate your help with everything. Absolutely. Andy Major, VP of uh, Guest Operations and Guest Experience, joining us on the Western Hotline as we gear up for this game at 4.30 today, which gives us about eight more hours until you can, you know, kick off the ball. The field is clear. The weather report indicates it'll be a lot like Patrick Hammer pretty much said, a lot like the Patriots' perfect game. Really cold. Mm-hmm. Chilly with a wind chill about – I mean, the Patriots, I think, got down to minus eight, and this one's going to get down to one or three. Yep. It's going to be cold. So gear up accordingly. The difference, of course, for this one will be potentially a lot of snow still in your seat as they're doing the best they can to clear it out. So you can still go and uh, clear out some snow. Jeremy and Joe with you. More of your phone calls, 803-0550 on this game, on the games of the weekend, whether that's Detroit, whether that's the Belichick rumor mill, We'll get to it all here on WGR. The Cowboys have a significant, significant decision coming over the next several hours, day, maybe day and a half, something like that, just to make sure they know which direction the organization is going Certainly moving on from Mike McCarthy is a consideration, my understanding is, for the Dallas Cowboys. Not saying it's definite, but it is a consideration. And when you have head coaches out there and many other teams, seven to be exact, are going through their head coaching search, if you are going to make a decision, it behooves you to do it sooner rather than later. And the fact that Bill Belichick is still out there, the greatest coach of all time, and he has a close relationship with the Joneses, is certainly something that would have to be added to the equation. Ian Rappaport, latest on Dallas. How about that? The Cowboys, maybe hours, maybe a day and a half. But soon they'll make a decision and think a lot of people think, expect them to fire their coach. I think the TV debate shows are going to will into existence Belichick as the Cowboys head coach. Yeah. You can just visualize him in, in the Cowboys' cutoff hoodie, I think. Well, Jerry Jones let him wear a cutoff hoodie. Well, he have to wear a hoodie. He's indoors. Didn't, yeah, he might not have to. Didn't the, didn't the hoodie come because he wants to be a little warm but have his arms free? Yeah. Like, a, ve- odd, like a vest. Odd combination, too, of Belichick, who says nothing to the media at all in 20 years, versus his owner then going to talk to that same media five minutes later and telling them everything. Yeah. That might be a weird dynamic between the two. 803-0550. Jeremy and Joe with you if you want to... Join us. We've got wide open phone lines in a zero minute wait time. Hopefully, uh, those of you out there on the snowblower squad, you fired up on the first run, had a successful yep. uh, carving session. Yep. Sunday Me morning. My beard froze. Yeah. I, yeah, I looked like that Santa happens. Claus. That was pretty crazy. Well, you had happened even more probably because you had more blowing snow. Yeah. I mean, I, I was snow blowing in the sun yesterday. <laughs> yeah. If I didn't have the shoot going the right way, it was just faceful. It was, I made that mistake one too many times and then, you know. It was frozen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to play the wind. He's got a different game to play down there in Hamburg, though, because that's you can just you just shoot it off to the side, right, right into the yard. I, I got the skinny, narrow, you know, basically North Buffalo driveway where you've got to shoot it down and then go back over it again and then shoot it down yeah. because you can't go to the side. The side is your neighbor, like the house next right. to you. <laughs> right. So you got to go all the way down with it, and then only then once you get everything down to the bottom of the driveway, then you can start going off to the sides. Well, here we are. It's the start of the Bills' playoff run, 
Hopefully, right? Run. Yeah. Look, look who's left. All right. You're trying to get into the next the next round. It's Baltimore, Houston, Kansas City, and one more team. Baltimore, Houston, Kansas City, and ideally the Bills don't fall apart here. And then, who's the favorite? Is it still Baltimore? And Houston looks Houston, Houston looks, looks the part. Houston looks really good. They look like they could knock off anybody. I mean, what was their... Were they 1-1 one one without Stroud? I don't even know what their record was. But when he's in there, they're, they're pretty... Nobody, nobody's proven to be able to stop him. In in an era, in an age in the last couple of years where, oh, two-eye safety shell, we're just going to take away the big plays from the top quarterbacks. That's, that's We're going to do that. Mahomes had to check it down more, and Allen hasn't been able to throw the ball deep as much. This guy just chucks it deep every every time. Yep. And he always manages to find a way to do it. And they're missing Tank Dell, a real big part of their offense. And Yeah. Seen, and he, Devin Singletary looks really good. He does he, he and does. Nico Collins is a stud. I mean we were talking about that Browns defense being historically good. Well to that point. And they lit him up. It's another example of how listen, I fully respect the advanced stats and I think they're valuable and Treating them as end-all, be-all, sometimes there might be some issues. Okay, it was one game, so you might say sample size. Joe, where the Browns this year stacked up was success rate. They had a better success rate on defense than the 2,000 Ravens. Yep. And granted, the Browns' defense didn't give up the two pick sixes. That was Joe Flacco throwing two pick sixes. But for a defense that was, from success rate, better than the 2,000 Ravens, to get smoked by C.J. Stroud immediately makes me think, maybe I won't put so much into success rate anymore. Right. Success rate is something we saw for the Ken Dorsey Bills. Well, their success rate is X, Y, Z. Okay, great, but I'm seeing things that don't look like success. Right. And if you have... It discounts also big plays completely. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's first down, stop, good play. Second down, stop, good play. Third down, you give up 38 yards. Well, your success rate was 66%. Right. Thanks. Right by success rate, a seventy-yard pass is the same as a sixty-yard, a six-yard pass. Yeah, they're both success. And that's where EPA per play comes in. Yeah, and we've seen a lot of that on Josh Allen with interceptions for Josh Allen aren't as damaging as others. But like, which is something you and I have long agreed that you know, yeah, you'd, you'd like to clean them up. But at the same time, I went to a station in Toronto or Ottawa, who knows this week to talk about this game, and I said I think everybody would take a Josh Allen hat trick all the time. You know, two touchdowns yep. to one pick. Yep. That's a great ratio. Even if Houston I, I respect Houston enough to where it wouldn't be for me if the Bills win today and we go into that Kansas City game, do, do would we know the Baltimore result? Or does the Baltimore game happen? Do we know yet? Yes, what? it will it will have happened. It will have happened. That's that game's gonna be Saturday. The Bills play on Sunday. Let's just say for hypothetical, Houston wins that game. Uh-huh. They look impressive again, they beat the Ravens. And now we know, okay, the winner, the Bills win, they're hosting the AFC Championship game. The one thing I want to not do is fall back into a trap that I think a lot of us fell into a Just couple years ago. Assume they'd win it. Assume they'd beat yeah. the Bengals. I will not assume they would beat the Texans. I think the Texans are, like, could they go to the Super Bowl? I, I wouldn't well, completely rule it all out. All right, on that point, there's one thing I'm thinking, which is I think what we've seen is there are Paper Tiger teams, but also Paper Tiger units. The yep. Cowboys defense 
Cowboys defense got roasted by good teams. It's it's one guy. And eight yeah. up on bad teams. Yeah. And the Eagles defense is this too. The yeah. Eagles defense has been totally exposed. Last year, oh, look at all these sacks. He has all the bad quarterbacks. The Eagles got fat and happy off of bad teams. And that's one spot where the Bills, what's their resume? They shut down the good teams. Yep. In this last month and a half, holding down Kansas City, okay, their offense isn't what it used to be. Holding down Miami, okay, Kansas City did that too. Shutting down Dallas. The the Bills, if I'm looking at why they can beat C.J. Stroud, it's because every flavor of the week that the Bills' defense has played in the last six weeks, every single flavor of the week they shut them down. And Philly, they did it for a half before they got ripped apart. But this defense, at its best, why can't they stop C.J. Stroud? Right. The Texans lost to the Panthers this year. Any given Sunday, right? <laughs> they right. lost to the Panthers, and they lost to the Jets. Yeah. 803-0550. John in Grand Island. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What's going on? Um, hey, got a question for you guys. And it hasn't been talked about, but who is going to be the legend of the game? Hey, it's usually announced it by now. And um, I, I feel like it has to be somebody in town now with the travel situation. That's a good question. Um also, maybe I'm wrong about the Texans losing to the Jets. Somebody else. Um, I, I don't know who the legend of the game is. I have not yeah. seen it. And who could it be? I Who was it against... Uh, was it, wasn't Lorenzo Alexander the last... the last uh, Or is that this week? Yes. No, that was a couple weeks ago. All right, I guess it hasn't been announced. Is it... They'll have somebody, won't they? Yeah. Is that's it, a, that's a weird one. Is it Marv? Is it Guess? Maybe. Like, yeah, is I don't it know. so? They, yeah, right. Like what? What John's asking? Like, let's say it was going to be Marv. Are they like travel? Is that is that preventing it? Well, Have they it, not announced it because maybe there was someone that was supposed to come and travel stopped it from happening? Yeah, or they can't get out. Yeah, it's a good question. I'll see if I, I'll see what I can find out about that. Yeah, look at these pictures. We're going to need snowblowers in the stadium. Holy cow! Look at this. Oh, man. I just saw, I think, the same picture you just saw. Tweeted by the by the Buffalo fan base, Bills Mafia. Yeah. Holy cow. That is nuts. That's 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 There's, too much to get down to your seat, I think. Right. That's, right? That, that is standing. You're standing on the seats. Not standing on the ground. You're standing on your seats, which also has a foot of snow, two feet of snow. And isn't that... That's dangerous, I think. I, I, you don't want people... I don't think you want everybody standing on your seats, but from this picture that I'm looking at... Everyone arrives at their row, and then then what? You're just you, you're in the aisle. Yeah, and not everybody can be in the aisle. We have somebody tweeting, and they think it's Lee Evans for this game. I thought he already did one. Not that you can't do it again. Yeah, they've done repeats. But yeah, I haven't seen it either. I'm sure maybe we'll get the uh, the update on who it might be. This picture is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> seven hours really to clean it out. Dan and Clarence before the break. Hey, Dan. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going, guys? Good. Uh, question for you guys. After Tua's uh, performance this weekend, what quarterback of the Bills' drought era can you compare him to? Um, I don't know that there mm, is a good one. Yeah, none. Um, Do you have an answer? <laughs> I don't. I was wondering if you guys had one too, but no, after he, his performance of all the interceptions and whatnot. so The reality <laughs> is he's probably better than every drought quarterback. Isn't he? <laughs> I mean, as much as we don't think he's yeah. good, that's because our standards have kind of changed. But right. which drought quarterback? He won the passing title. 
Maybe would Fitz have won the passing touchdown? This is a fun question, Dan. Thank you. Would J.P. Lossman have been able to execute the Miami offense? Would EJ Kyle Daniel. Orton have been able to do it? And Bledsoe. Well, that's the qu- how good is the Miami offense? How good? How good is you drop? Would Kirk Cousins have won it? Like maybe a drought quarterback is a bad, you well, know, it's example. A, it's a great question because the Miami offense does what it does with almost nothing off script. They don't right. get the ad lib greatness that these, some of these well, other teams get. That's They'd, the thing about the, this game on Saturday night, though, wasn't it? Is how many times did Tua have to double clutch a pass right. because the first and, read wasn't there? And think about the guys that have made it through. Jordan Love does it. C.J. Yes. Stroud does it. Allen, of course, Mahomes, Jackson. Purdy, maybe not as much, but like the rest of the everybody that's left will do it. Yeah, yep. Hertz versus Baker Mayfield in this regard. Like, I mean, Goff doesn't do it a lot either. What we have is stud stud quarterbacks or brilliant play callers, and they're going to knock each other out. In the case of Miami, their brilliant play caller got knocked out because his quarterback. Like, how often does Tua bail him out? Ever. That's that's a good because to me it doesn't look like right. like Allen does. will bail Joe Brady out yeah. from time to time yeah. and Mahomes will definitely bail out Andy Reid and Jordan Love and CJ Str- and well McDaniel would be the one that's got to kind of start that doesn't he yeah like McDaniel if if that's what's happening McDaniel's the one that's got to go to his management and say I can't be perfect I need right. someone to help right yeah thanks for the phone call Dan more of your phone calls eight zero three zero five fifty it's Buffalo Bills game day kinda. The unofficial, official, unofficial pregame show is underway with Jeremy and Joe on WGR. All right, it's Buffalo Bills football Monday here on WGR. While we're digging out the stadium, Joe and I are digging out from being a little bit late we got to get caught up on some spots. We'll get right back to you. Open segment when we get back. Let's talk Bill Steelers with you here on the pregame show, unofficially, on WGR.